Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longer the pandemic lingers, the more it looks like working from home is here to stay. For some of us, at least. Once you have the proper home office set up, there's another important aspect of working from home that you need to address. Work distractions. What are they and what can you do about them? Well, that's what Jason Perlow and myself, Jason Cipriani, are going to talk about on this episode of Jason Squared. All right, Perlow, you and I have been working home for years. I've been over 10 years working from home, but that's not the case for everyone. So how long have you been working remotely? So I have been a home-based employee since, I'm going to say around 2005. Um, as a consultant for, you know, large technology companies, you know, Unisys, um, IBM, Microsoft, uh, in which I probably spent around, I gotta say 20, 20% of the time in my home office. Um, around 2012, I joined Microsoft and probably spent about 80% of my time at home. And uh, when I switched to becoming a full-time writer in 2016, I spent all of my time at home. So I've had a, a home office for a very long time, although I would say the last two years in particular have been very challenging for working at home just because of the intensity and, and sort of the always on feeling that we're that I think that we have right now. Yeah, it's there. So the biggest shift in everyone working from home wasn't a shift for me. You know, I wasn't scrabbling for hardware or for no. new setups. I already had that. The yep. biggest shift for me was the fact that everyone else was working from home. And by yep. extension of that, their work hours changed and the hours yep. I was expected to be available changed for me. Yeah. And that was rough. And it still is. It's still, uh, we're almost two years into this and it still feels like it hasn't really been figured out yet. So that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, I think, is the gist of it, right? Yeah, yep, yep. All right. So I'll start by uh, suggesting my biggest piece of advice is setting boundaries uh, with with not only your your boss, that especially your boss, and, you know, if you have to be gentle about it, you'd be gentle about it. But setting boundaries with your coworkers as well. You know, if you use messaging platforms like Slack or Teams, set schedules of when you'll receive alerts yep. for Do Not Disturb. Um, or, you know, on Slack, you can even block it from notifying yep. you at all. You know, there's Do Not Disturb and then there's Don't Send Me Any Notifications. Um, and that's one way of setting boundaries, but also let let the let everyone know. Post, make your status, the hours you're available. If you have a, a team uh, chat app or platform, or you know, set boundaries that way. What about you, Perlo? So you know, I, I think the 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 biggest challenge I have is just with the constant Zoom meetings. You know, and 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 not having free blocks of time between meetings. Um, or if I have free blocks of time, I'm not not being smart enough to block those out as untouchable time periods, right? So, so I recently started using an application called Clockwise with, for Slack, and or and I think it work. It plugs into other calendars and, and messaging systems as well. But what it does is it's able to figure out from your schedule of meetings 
that um, what your free time is. So it'll start blocking those things out um, and setting them as what they call focus time in your calendar. And it, and you know, if people start you know denying and accepting meetings or meeting gets switched around, it'll it'll re, it'll reconfigure your focus time. So this way, no, no no when you have those blocked out pieces of time in your calendar, like nobody can book time during that time or or they have to ask your permission to book time right so that's that's kind of the, the thing is like there's this constant flow of like meeting after meeting or call after call after call after call and then not having enough actual time during the daytime to do your work because you're yeah. just always constantly on, on conferences which is and it gets crazy it gets it gets it's a total lunacy yeah i i have taken as far as zoom or video calls go for briefings or whatever meetings whatever i I don't have too many of them now. Those The number of them have definitely slowed down over the last six months or so. But one thing I started doing that took away some of the mental burden of being on camera at all times is not activating my camera at all and just sitting there, uh, no camera on. And that way I don't have to worry about I don't know. There's just a different mental approach to knowing that someone could potentially be watching you at all times. Yes, it's more personal, but being on a Zoom call for four or five hours a day at times can get tiring and always being on, you know, so to speak. So um, I haven't gone had to do all the scheduling like you've had to do for Zoom calls, but uh, I definitely have more often than not left my camera off and, you know, walked around the office, paced back and forth while I was on the call or whatever it is. Yep. 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 It, you know, it's, it's just, just to, you know, that, that is honestly the, 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 honestly, the number one thing, just the, the constant having to be in front of a camera, the constantly being on calls. I had never had that before, you know, in the last 15 years of, of, of doing this, right. Cause, cause, cause we all, uh, once everyone becomes remote, right. There's, it, it there's this kind of desire from from businesses to have everybody always be on or prove that they're working or or, or proving yeah. that they're productive it's that that metrics and then then there's that anxiety of having to feel like you're productive that's a metric um the the after hours um you know discipline is something that i have always you know been challenged with i think like every day of my life <laughs> after be, uh, being a consultant because like i mean i mean i honestly I, I i suck at the whole don't reply after hours thing and it's because um having having had worked in the it support capacity for so long where as an employee you are on call attached to you know back in the day i was attached to a pager or a blackberry you know and we were used to things breaking at you know weird hours and having to address them or you had to work out at weird hours because you couldn't implement changes during daytime hours. There was that whole change control thing. Like you couldn't touch a system during the day, yeah. right? You can only do it when, when it's not being used. So I'm like neurotic, right, about, about not answering emails and instant messages and slacks and texts and whatnot, right? I, I want people – because like usually, you know, I, I, I report to C-level people. So if I get a if I get a text or or or, or an email from a you know from a C level person, I'm gonna respond to it, right? So so it's kind of like you know I mean if it's if, and and I generally and I'm generally a, a, the type of person that feels like they they should be accessible to people, right? So, and I want to I want people to know I'm there to help. So yeah, I probably should take your advice, 
but that's going to require some really serious changes about the way I work and way I think about work. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, these aren't perfect suggestions, right? Like I'm not saying it, saying some of this stuff because I'm perfect at it. Like the, I, I still need to work on it, but my suggestion is not to reply to messages or emails after hours, right? Because then you set that expectation, you open up that window that you're always going to be available during that time frame, or you're always going to be able to, you know, hop on something right away. Yes, there are exceptions. C-level executives are trying to get a hold of you. Obviously, they demand a little bit more attention than, you know, a standard colleague who is wanting to talk about something that can be talked about during normal right. work hours. Right. There's a big difference there. Um, and one thing I struggled with for years before all of this was most of my assignments and interaction with editors as a freelance writer come through email. So I always viewed email yeah. as how I make my money. And if I'm not on top of my email, whether it's pitches and lining up review devices or, or news stories and embargoes or replying to editors, interacting with editors, I was missing out on potential income. But over the last year, and I would say even more so over the last six months, I've really taken the, the point of view of... That can wait till tomorrow. It's really not yeah. that important today. And that's helped tremendously for me not to, I mean, yeah, I still see what emails come in most of the time, but I'm not sitting there using uh, brain power uh, to go through and, you know, figure out if this is a good review opportunity or what those edits need to be done. For example, Friday night at five o'clock, I get uh, Google Doc alerts that edits are in on a review that's been waiting for edit for a month. Wow. It's been sitting there waiting for edit. Edits are in. I get an email from my editor saying, hey, reviews are done. Whenever you go through and take care of this, this and this, this will be ready to, to publish. Normally in the past, I would have jumped all over it, even though it was Friday night after five o'clock. And then it would have sat there all weekend because the editor is not going to publish it over the weekend, right? And then it would have been handled on Monday morning. This time around, I waited till Monday morning to take care of those edits. And I felt good about having that extra free time on Friday night. You know, it's a little things like that that you can do that make a huge difference. I knew it was there for Monday morning, but I didn't feel like I had to do it Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, I get those too. Like, and, and we should probably talk about the whole notifications bonanza, right? Because like, there's so many apps that we are plugged into that we get notifications for everything, for every little app, right? And and we have multiple devices, right? We have our cell phone, we have our we have our tablet, we have our our, our main work workstation, you know, and and whatever else we're you know we're logging into. And yeah. each of these apps have notifications. Each of these operating systems have notifications. Um, and they will bleep and bloop at all hours of the day unless you set, you know, limitations for them, right? I, I will say that, that, you know, since I've switched to Apple stuff, it's gotten a lot more manageable. And, and especially um, iOS 15. One of the things I, I, I noticed about iOS, iOS 15, since... You know, I, I'm less I'm I'm less frequently and you can tell me about Android and Windows, you know, tying into this stuff because I, I don't really mess with those. But um D and D, the D and D using um the focus stuff in iOS 15, uh with share focus, and then you can say share across devices, right? 
And yep. then, they, I mean, so that happens across iPhone, iPad, watch, and, and Mac. Um, that appears to sync consistently, at least across anything that touches the basic systems notification, you know, system. Like if it sends out a, an API notification, the, the iOS will squash it, then the Mac will squash it, then the other stuff will squash it. If you have that focus uh, stuff turned on, right? You know, like like from from you know from eight o'clock at night to you know seven o'clock in the morning, whatever whatever you want to set, you know, I I'm sleeping time or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I do still hear sounds coming out of my Mac at night because I've been known to leave my browser with Facebook open, <laughs> and then Messenger within the browser starts to make those noises as does Chrome when there's a notification that someone replied to a comment or, or something like that. So, so if you use social networking apps like that, which are browser-based, you know, I would say that you probably need to be more diligent about shutting your browser windows down at night, or you, know, you can go into Facebook settings and turn off sounds for notifications, uh, which I had to do recently because I was just getting way too many. Um, and you can also turn off the way Facebook does notifications, such as the push, which is the default and through, you know, there's also, it can, it can also push through the native edge or Chrome notification system, which you can, you can turn that off also. Um, you know, obviously on, on your mobile phone, this is all handled by the operating systems and they respect the D and D. So the Facebook app does respect the D and D cause like, you know, iOS will just squash it yeah. out of those hours. But you know, if you have anything that doesn't, that doesn't work within that, that notification system on your, on your PC or Mac, you, you're going to have to, find other ways to deal with it, you know? And I don't know how Windows is behaving with that and, and Android behaves with that overall. Um, yeah, I can't speak much to Windows. I only use that uh, really for gaming and I have notifications shut off. Um, right. I use it for a few other things, but nothing that I get notifications on. Um, excuse me. In terms of iOS 15 and focus modes, um, I use those quite a bit for a lot of different things. And you could set up triggers to them. So, for example, uh, I, I used to. I don't do it anymore because it, it got kind of hectic. But you can set up a, a trigger for a focus mode on your Mac whenever you have Zoom opened up. Uh, cool. It, it silences all your notifications or whenever you have your writing app open up or whatever it is that you primarily work in on your computer, you select a specific application and you can silence notifications across all your devices, but you can add exceptions for specific context, you know, still allow messages from this person, your spouse or partner or whatever to come through um, or your boss or, or, you know, whatever it is uh, or specific apps as well will allow notifications to come through. And like you said, it syncs to everything. I have another one. I used to, when I started working out, uh, leave everything just as it was. So in the, the entire time I'm riding my bike, I'm getting alerts on my watch. So now once a workout starts on my Apple watch, it silences all of my devices as well. So there's a lot of powerful mm. stuff you can do there with focus mode in iOS 15 and Mac, the current version of Mac OS, um, as well as you know the rest of the Apple devices. You just have to take a little bit of time to dig into it and see what it is. Another one, whenever I open the Kindle app on any of my Apple devices, everything is silenced because I'm reading it, mm. you know, and, and stuff like that. So there's lots of little things you could do to eliminate distractions. Um, let's see. As far as Android goes, they don't really have a solution like Focus um, unless you use a third-party app, which I haven't mm. dug into a whole lot because I 
you know, my primary device is, is my iPhone 13 Pro. I have a Z Fold 3 that I've been using a heck of a lot, but I, when I'm done using it, I just throw it into do not disturb mode and walk away from it. I don't really uh, dive into the settings more than that as far as setting up like a, a quote unquote focus mode for Android. I, I guarantee there's a third party app that does it. I just don't know about it. Yeah. You've you've obviously dug into this much more than I have. I I should probably look into some of those things that you're, you're talking about um, because there's a lot of situations where you know if I if I'm concentrating on a specific app, I don't want to be not, you know distracted from that. Well, we should probably talk about the non-electronic distractions because that I think you know we have less technology we can play with to help us deal with those things, right? So you know uh, this is like something that I think is a big issue for a lot of us that have natural problems keeping focus because we have, you know, ADHD or, or whatever. You know, I, I got super bad ADHD. You know, a lot of us that are technologists or, you know, uh, you know, highly introverted people tend to have those types of things. I've seen people that work in technology and, and, and science or whatever. We, we all have a certain type of brain that, that tends to have that <laughs> right. problem. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have a home office um, that is a spare bedroom. And, and and when I'm on things like Zoom calls, you know, or, or just I'm writing, you know, I, I, I put my headphones on to give me sound isolation uh, because I have the new, the usual things, you know, normal household noises. And I, and I got, you know, two barky dogs that hate landscapers. Um, they hate the Amazon guy. They hate the UPS guy. They hate the mail carrier. They get agitated when people walk by the house. The doorbell rings periodically, stuff like that. You know, so right. so with things like the AirPods Pro Max or the Sony, you know, units or any of those good headphones, um, you can totally turn tune the stuff out, which is great, um, especially if you got the music going. But if you're on a call with those things on, you cannot hear someone else coming. And also right. they, they cannot hear you, that you are on a call either, right? So, you know, my wife has been known, you know, to check up on me during the day, you know, do you want food or something? Or I got, you know, my mom called, she, she wants to know something, you know, or, and I don't habitually lock my door for a bunch of different reasons. So, you know, over this pandemic, you know, she's walked in on me a lot and because she doesn't hear anything, can walk right up to me when I'm on calls with people on video and everything. So, so right. I've, so I've recently installed um, a $30 Amazon echo glow lamp outside my door, right? Which is Alexa controlled uh, using custom routines. So if I say Alexa, I'm on the air and it's, uh, it will turn red, that little, that little, you know, lamp will turn red. And then there's a home announcement across the echo speakers. And if I say, uh, Alexa, I'm free. It turns green, and then there's another announcement, right? Um, which goes across the, the Alexa PA system. That's cool. Um, so if she's walking down the hall and sees that red light, she knows not to come in. Um, ideally, this whole thing should work just according to my calendar. Let's say if I, I'm using a Google Calendar or an Office 365 a calendar, but and I looked into doing it with IFTTT. Um, and it's not, it doesn't time well. It, it, it's like with, it's like six to 10 minutes off. And I've seen that happen. I've also tried to do it with, with zoom events and kicking that stuff off, you yeah. know, zoom start, zoom in. 
that it doesn't work the way I want yet. So it's still something I manually have to do. So I have this manual command and I, got, and I just have to remember to do it. Um, and I've only been doing it for like two weeks. So I'm not, it's not totally. <laughs> has it worked though? Them. Like has, has, has Rachel not bothered oh, you while it's been on? Yeah. Oh yeah. But of course I've also like, you know, I should have been free and I left the thing on, on, on red for yeah. six hours. So she didn't, yeah. she, so she didn't come to see me until like eight o'clock at night. I'm like, you, you've had that red thing on for nine hours. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, um, but, um, yeah. So I feel this, like I, I, as our avid listeners know, I am all in on HomeKit, And so I set up, she's a year and a half ago now, HomeBridge on a Raspberry Pi, which allows you to integrate non HomeKit compatible devices with mm. your HomeKit installation. So I could view my ring cameras, or if I have a ring doorbell installed at the time, um, I can get alerts through the home app. And, you know, so you could bring a lot of different products into it that don't have official HomeKit support. And so one thing I did was um, I have a stream deck, Elgato stream deck, which has basically a bunch of buttons on it that you can oh, program cool. to do whatever you want. Um, I don't have it installed right now, but this is how I had it set up. I'm in the process of redoing this. Um, and so what I did is I set up a HomeKit shortcut or uh, scene, basically, that would uh, turn off my heater or my air conditioner. It would turn on my Elgato lights uh, for a video call. It would open the proper applications on my Mac. And then it would also turn a light strip I have inside the house, a Philip Hue light strip to red, letting cool. everyone, because I work in a detached garage, my garage or office, my office is inside a garage that's about 70 feet away from the house. So it's not like anyone can hear me or bug me, but I get a lot of messages from family since we are in, you know, different buildings technically, um, at all times. And, uh, it worked. It, they knew to look for the light, but I faced the same problem as you did in that I would sometimes forget to turn it off and I would go inside yeah. and see, see it was still on. Um, there is a calendar plugin in Homebridge that I use and it works very well for mm. um, for turning on some automations I have around Colorado Avalanche games. Like I have it set up to boot up a uh, Nanoleaf lights that are avalanche colors an hour before the game and it shuts off 30 minutes after the game and it's it's to a t it's right on so that may be something for you to look into is spinning up a home bridge install you can do it on interesting it's not it's not just raspberry pi you could run it on mac and windows and linux of course um i haven't connected it to my work calendar only because i uh have a lot of other stuff in there as well that it wouldn't need to trigger for it. So I'd have to set up a separate calendar specifically for video calls or those do not disturb moments that would trigger all of this, which is very doable. I just haven't taken the time to do it. And I don't think I'm going to. I think what I'm going to do now is in, as you guys, if you've listened to our resolution show, I was going to streamline and simplify things. So I have the a pair or a Wemo button thing. Per yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. To trigger HomeKit automations, and so I'm, I'm going to start using this instead. I think of Stream Deck, and I'm going to move that to uh, a gaming PC I have to automate some stuff there. Uh, and hopefully, this will do as good of a job as as I had set up on Stream Deck. Uh, triggering applications to launch though is one thing I need to figure out, but um, I'll get there eventually. I think. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely feel your pain there with <laughs> with trying to let people know 
I'm on the air using your phrase. And you, and you got a lot more people that can potentially distract you. You got kids and stuff, right? You know, oh, yeah. so, I mean, I mean, like, you know, I don't. I mean, I just mean my wife mostly, you know. Yeah, and I do have dogs. If my office was in the house, our, our newest dog, who's a year old now, we've had her a year, she barks at everything and we cannot yeah. get her to stop no matter what. And she'll, I mean, you make a noise in the house and she's barking at you. So if I was doing this in the house, I, I don't know. <laughs> what I would do uh, if she was making noise the entire time we were recording. So uh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that issue. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, I think that the pet thing has become like kind of a, a, you know, the, the sort of the symbol of the pandemic right? between, between children coming up and disturbing you and, and, and your pets. Right. Yeah. It's like every, everybody is like, you know, I think, I think the one common thing that we've been be able to talk about, but, but, which is just normal chit chat and stuff on calls is, you know, when someone's pet comes into view and like, ah, kitty cat, yeah, puppies. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I, I think, I think, I think people bond over their pets, which is nice. I just don't like it when they're super yappy and make lots of noise. That just, that just, yeah. that can really, you know, then you have to put yourself on mute and then it's, it's, especially if you're the one that's a talk, it's, it's, it, it can drive you crazy. So. Yeah, on a normal video call meeting, whatever, it's not a big deal. But on something yeah. like this or or a more important meeting that there's a lot of stuff you have to worry about there that, you know, unfortunately, you, you wouldn't have to worry about if you're in the office. But uh, with with companies like Meta delaying return to office, Apple re delayed their return to office, uh, I believe. And so, you know, this is this is something that's going to go on for a while. How long? I don't know. I didn't think it would last two years, but here we are two years later, still doing it and still facing some of the same problems. Uh, any closing thoughts, Perlo? Any last bits of information or advice? No, I mean, I think we've, we've covered the, the main ground of it. I, I would just say, you know, um, expect the distractions, expect the notifications. And, you know, you, you have to determine, you know, what what things are important and what things are not. Right. And, and, and you know, use the technology. If you have one of these iPhones, or if you have an Android phone that has, you know, D&D capabilities, almost all of them should have basic D&D capabilities, use that D&D feature, right? Yeah. Um, and on, on Facebook, you know, turn off those that notification sound if, 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 if social media is something you use a lot, you know, because otherwise those sounds will drive you nuts, you know? And, and um, they're just, uh, it, it find, maybe you, you need to have a, a room in your house that is a quote-unquote safe room that doesn't have noises and sounds you know, that, that, that you can retreat to occasionally. I mean, I, I technically, my bedroom is a non-noise room, you know, not only non-noise, non-lights. Like I have LEDs like taped over so that like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see things happen at night, you know? That's, yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I think it's all solid advice. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just eliminating distractions and make sure you stick to those boundaries, right? Like don't, it's okay to give in sometimes, but Try to stick to them as much as possible. So that way, you know, if someone messages you at 6 p.m. and you know your off hours are after five or whatever it is, that they know it'll be the next day before you get back to them. Don't feel compelled to reply to every message you get. You don't have to be always on just because everyone is working from home. You know, or maybe the flip side is your work hours are before norm normal work hours and after normal work hours, whatever it is, uh, because, you know, dealing with kids, remote learning, whatever it, there's a lot that can go into all of this. But the number one important thing, I think, 
uh, is just taking care of yourself. Because if you're working constantly or feel like you have to constantly be on, you're going to burn out and you're going to be worn down very fast. Set those boundaries and stick to them as best as you can. You're going to feel a lot better for doing so. Agreed, Jason. If you have any advice about working from home and dealing with distractions, whether it's your barking dog or a boss who likes to always email or message you after hours, make sure to uh, reach out to Jason or I on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sippy, M-R-C-I-P-P-Y. Jason, you are Jay Perlow, J-P-E-R-L-O-W. And we'd love to hear any advice, any feedback you can give. Thanks for listening. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. Make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.